Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by Bayside's resident Romeo, Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. Hello, Dashiell. And I'm sorry, but I do not have that Romeo hat. I, uh, <laughs> I looked through my, my wardrobe and I could not find the hat that I wore in this episode. You didn't save that, that $17 hat from a Burbank rental house? That, that, wasn't, that didn't make your personal collection? No, I'm sure somebody in Los Feliz or uh, Atwater Village is walking around with that hat right now. Some buddies, uh, yeah. It's a, no judgment. No. No judgment. No, but, it's uh, fashion. <laughs> but in, in case the audience doesn't know what we're talking about, this, uh, this episode is entitled The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure they're awaiting uh, you know, your, your, your summary of this episode. Edge of their seats, I'm sure. It's the Bayside Costume Ball. Money is once again tight at the Kapowski house, so Kelly gets a job at the Max thanks to the new manager, Jeff. The gang's band, Zack Attack, offers to play the dance. Jeff and Kelly get closer, and Kelly says she can't go to the dance because she has to work. Zack asks Jeff to give Kelly the night off, and he does, even though Zack lied at first. Kelly reveals to the girls she thinks Jeff is hot. Then Kelly and Jeff kiss late after a shift. Zack senses something's off. Then at the dance, when he and Kelly are crowned king and queen, Kelly accidentally calls Zach Jeff. They go have a talk outside as Zach Attack plays their last song, and Zach and Kelly break up but agree to remain friends to be continued. Oh, oh my God. I tell you, this, <laughs> this episode, there's so many juicy things to it. I'm so excited to uh, to, to tackle this episode. A lot of notes. Good. Um uh, yeah, man. Let's let, let's get right let's into this. Into um, so, uh, just for 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 you and I, just us. No one, no else. one else. No one's, no no one's, one's here. No one's this. listening. <laughs> um, this on my Hulu yes. uh, account was season three. Uh, that's right. No, wait. It would be season four on Hulu. Season four. Yeah. Season three is it- season three of Saved by the yes. Bell. Season four, if we're counting Miss Bliss, Correct. we're still in season two oh, on the podcast. the podcast. Yeah, isn't that isn't this fun? Isn't this not at all confusing or like laborious? So wait, okay, so so season three. Let's just say it's season three of Say by right. the Bell. Right, that's what we're gonna. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> but let's say. It. Well, I mean, with Miss Bliss and all yeah. that. But season three. So we really only have one more season. Season four of Say by the Bell. Right. I mean, that's one way to count it. But you're. Ignoring the full season we have ahead of us, we have we're, we're basically halfway through, more or less, the original aired episodes of Say by the Bell. Plus, we have a season okay, of Miss Bliss. And this was a premiere. This was the premiere, but I have some notes on that. 
two episodes were actually produced in between Breaking Up is Hard to Undo, which was the original finale of season... God, now you have me doing it. The original finale of season two. Um, those episodes were shelved and saved for season four of your original run. They were Video Yearbook and Snow White and the Seven Dorks. You're making a face for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't understand this either. Um, but this is the episode that opened season three. And I think it, I mean, it really works. It's like a good opener. You, you're left wondering like, holy crap. Um, but yeah, it was not originally planned to be the season opener for some reason. Okay. Cause right off the bat, we open up in the Bayside hallways and I have grown. I mean, this is a, this is a, a, a bigger version of the Zach we left f- last season. So some time has passed. Certainly. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I think some of the sets have changed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm noticing as we open up in the, in the, in the first scene is that we're walking through the hallways. We're actually u- using more of the, the landscape, uh, on the, on the stages. I kind of want to think that, well, I kind of want to think, I mean, you I, were there. I, I'm thinking <laughs> I was there. Yeah. I'm thinking that this was at sunset and Gower, ah. uh, or it could have been Raleigh Studios, which are really close to each other. But like I said, every season we were canceled in our heads. We would we were not coming back, and I think because of that reason, we would have to give up our stages, and some other show would just take over. And so we'd have to move our sets. And if we went to a bigger soundstage, I think we got to use more landscape. Hmm. Uh, so that's the first thing I see when I when I when I saw the show. I was like, wait, where are we? We're in a different hallway, and. Um, Zach is walking with a with a extra. Uh, whatever they're saying is is uh, super interesting. I'm dying to know what I was saying to this guy uh, that I laugh and then I start off with a TTC. Uh, and uh, I was a, I was a bit confused by the TTC this time because I'm I'm talking to the camera and I'm about to say my queen is going to arrive. And obviously everyone knows my queen is Kelly. Of course. But Screech arrives. And so I was a little confused by that because how am I not controlling the space? Does this make sense to you? Like, you're, you're wh- why wouldn't I know? You only have like some some powers of a god. That's what you're bumping up against. It's like you, but you I have want to be a god. Limited powers a as a god. Yeah, I know. People I get told it. me Zach Morris is a god. Right. He's a legend. Yeah. Why am I not? Sure, I mean that's a. I mean, yeah. It, to some people, Tom Cruise is a god, so I get it. Blonde Tom Cruise, blonde deity. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you know Zach is. He's he is but mortal, despite his superpowers to freeze time, uh, and you know, it's just for laughs that screech joke. Yeah, you really do look like even the way you're dressed is more notably noticeably adult. You know, like Zach yeah. wearing khakis and a button-down shirt almost looked like a kid playing dress-up in some of the earlier seasons. But no, you look—you're a young adult. Look at that. Yeah, this is um, one, that was one of the things I noticed as well is that this is this is preppy. I mean, this th- is this, preppy, this yeah. is I, I don't remember. You know, surprise, surprise. Uh, but I don't remember um, being this preppy. Like I didn't, I didn't ever think like when, when Slater would call me preppy, I was like, why, why do you call me that? Like preppy to me is wearing a polo shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, this Maybe is a obviously sweater around very, the neck is yeah, what I, yeah, I kind of see. Like this a, is, yeah, waspy This really. is still preppy. Yeah. Like to me, this is definitely, but I would never wear khakis <laughs> and a button down shirt 
ever. Like I don't own any khakis, yeah. uh, uh, certainly not that color button down shirt. And we're talking about a purple button down shirt here. You don't know um, but many it, pleated, pleated pants. I can't even say it. Purple no. shirt, pleated pants. <laughs> and definitely screech it, 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 like his wardrobe is, I, I feel like Elizabeth Bass, the, the wardrobe designer has definitely like solidified the, the, the wardrobe choices to represent the characters. Yeah. I see that the the way that Elizabeth is the way that, 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 um, Lark and, and Tiffany, like only they could wear those type of clothes. Yeah. It's like the lines of, um, when you read a script, you should almost know who's saying the dialogue without looking at the names and it's say by the bell. You can almost look at the wardrobe outfits without them being on the characters and say, ah, yes, that's a, that's certainly a Lisa outfit. And that's certainly a Kelly outfit as she comes bounding down the stairs. Um, did you notice, uh, you know, we are boyfriend and girlfriend Yes, and, uh, we <laughs> greet each other with a, uh, like, you know, just like, a with nothing. A I mean, handshake. there's really nothing there. Uh, you have your romantic four feet of space between you, like all hot steamy uh, couples. I'm going to point that out by the way. I'm going to point out during this episode, every Please. time we should have kissed and we just don't, mm. there, there's no PDA at all. Um, well, how about you? Like in real life, are you a PDA kind of guy? Somewhat, but I mean, I'm. I, I I guess it's it's like what's it called? Um, circumstantial is that the right word? Contextual, like some, but I mean, not. I'm not like afraid of PDA, but I wouldn't say I'm like fawning uh, in public. But I I will say like yeah the the I I can't help but know. I mean, this is an episode where if the chemistry isn't there, it makes sense for story. Um, but I am more acutely aware that like I think you guys. I, I hope. Otherwise, my whole life has been a lie. I think in later seasons, there will be more natural chemistry, but sure, in here, there, uh, there is not. And we're going to this costume ball yeah. as Romeo and Juliet. Ugh, on two on the um, nose. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Do something but how fun. about uh, Slater and uh, Jesse going as Cleopatra and uh, Mark Antony? Yeah. As she, uh, as she says. Yeah. And Slater. Antony or Anthony? I mean, I it, could, you could, it could be either or. I th- I think it I would say Mark Anthony because I'm a I'm a a heathen but I think Anthony is correct maybe more correct I don't know I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear about it from both sides uh, or I will yeah, and on it's, the internet it's interesting like you know the Slater uh, little jab he says well hey preppy you're gonna have to wear those tights and then my uh, jab back uh, as well you know uh, th- those guys wore mini skirts I yeah. was like what? what that makes zero sense and then I said you're gonna have to shave your legs which is interesting because I think at this time uh, I started shaving my legs I think hmm. I started shaving my legs at uh, age 17 something like that for, for and a cycling, I continued, correct? yeah sure that's what it was yep uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> it was for <laughs> it was for sports I mean I, I don't sure. know I, I'm not hey, a, no judgment I don't like now, I mean, here's a little insight into uh, into my world. I don't nice. like a lot of hair. Okay. Uh, and thankfully, um, my Asian background, um, you know, I, I, I don't have a lot of hair, which is which is good for me. But uh, I, I continued shaving my legs probably until about like three years ago. Whoa. Uh, what, what changed? Yeah. Well, what, what did you wake uh, up one day and you were like, no more? Uh, I got lazy. Uh, it's, it's like a process, man. It's like standing in the shower every third day and lathering it up and using my wife's razor and uh, it's just a pain you in the ass. You couldn't get and your I own just, razor for that? 
you had to use your uh, I'm, uh, Well, no, no, no. I, I might have had my own razor because my wife used to hate when I'd leave. And and look, I, don't, I, bet, I didn't deliberately I did. leave hair. I bet she did hate that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if there's like a little bit of my hair, my hair is darker than her. She's a hair. blonde. Yeah. Well, also, I'm I'm a brunette. Right. Uh, I know, shocker, right? Yeah. Um, that I'm not blonde. I'm glad I was saying uh, but that. But my wife is, <laughs> my wife is blonde, blonde. She's a natural blonde, and so she may have hair in her razor. She just it just doesn't show. Um, but I stopped. I, I think I stopped right around the time that I did the passage. Hmm. Uh, I was probably still shaving my legs when I did pitch, and then off and on, I I will you know, go from shaving my arms to not shaving my arms. It's just uh, depending on what role or what what part of my life I'm in. It's weird. I don't, I don't know. I just go through these things. And if I could, I'd shave my head. I'd, 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 oh man, you should do it. Or is that like a career problem? Like, like, like the roles, like you have not gotten your Heisenberg yet where they're like, Mark, no, oh, we no, need no, you to no, shave yeah. the head. <laughs> yeah, no, I, then I'd be like uh, uh, Travolta too, right? I mean, because he, yeah. he, for the longest time, he was like bald, bald, and then he would just wear like a wig, which I'm not opposed to. I would, I would totally wear a wig. I mean, it'd make my, I think it would make my life easier. I Why think not? because yeah. I play a lot of characters where hair is super important. Like on Mixed Dish, my, my hair was long. And then the second season of Mixed Dish, it was very 80s. And um, yeah, it's just always hair is a thing for me. I don't know. It's weird. It's all, it always has been. It's haunted you since the halls of Bayside. Uh, and speaking of hauntings in the halls, uh, Kelly is once again haunted by her family's steep financial obligations. Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe, over this. Maybe I'm over this. I'm is, over this storyline. A gambler. What do you think? I mean, really? On? What do you think is going it's, on? Like, seriously, it's it's, it's just insane. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous <laughs> at this point. She can't go to a fucking costume party because her, she ha- she doesn't have money to rent a costume. We're talking. We're talking dozens of dollars tops to rent. A, even, By the even way, a really nice. And also, isn't Zach going to pick him up? I mean, isn't that like on the story? Well, that's that's the other thing too. Like Zach comes from a fluent family. Like, why can't he just say, you know what, Kelly, I got this. You're yeah. my girlfriend. I got this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rent both of them. It's twenty five dollars for the night. I got this. It's literally. We're not. I'm not even taking you to dinner or a movie. Like, let's just throw that budget towards some costumes. But uh, you know. We wouldn't have this wonderful Jeff story without Kelly's hardships, which is like another bigger question that like Kelly is like, whatever, we can get into it as it unfolds. Um, but yeah, we really quickly here, we get a quick mention that the gang put together a band, I guess, in between seasons. It's like, we'll see you at practice. The band is being mentioned. Uh, I didn't realize the the band, which later gets like paid off um, towards the end of this season, they seed it right there at the top of, at the season premiere. I didn't realize that Zach Attack uh, gets is like so thoroughly piped through season three. It is. They did a good job. And that brings us to the max. And that brings us to the max where, you know, uh, Kelly needs the money and uh, mm-hmm. Lisa says that the max needs a waitress, mm-hmm. uh, not a server, not a waiter, but a waitress, very specific. Yeah. They need they need female servers there. It was a di- it was a different um, time for language. Like, did you use? No, to say, that, no, I, no, no, no. I'm not worried about the language. You know? I'm not worried about the language. I just think it's funny that they don't need a you know a server. Right. They specifically need a f- waitress, right? She doesn't say <laughs> they they need help. Help wanted. Yeah. It's not help wanted. It's they need a waitress, and she's like, oh my god, well I need I need to get a costume, so I'm gonna go ask Matt. Like, where the f- where's Max? Yeah. Like we know this guy, we've, we've helped him get out of debt. We could easily go to him and say, Hey, look, you're going to make, you're going to make Kelly, uh, you know, you owe, a new us. Server. you owe us this man. I'm skipping ahead and I will ask this question in the next scene, Please, but right at the tail end of this scene, 
Um, you know, we leave and I just give a peck uh, on Kelly's cheek yeah. to a say goodbye pack. and good luck getting yeah. the uh, the job. The job you the need so badly yes. to pay for a $25 costume. Um, they also do the, I mean, look, I get being lazy, but that is the laziest thing in the world that on the door of the Max, it just says help. Oh, it. it killed me. It killed me. <laughs> like, well, does it need it really, to be there? It doesn't need to be well, there, right? Uh, <laughs> you just to enlighten TV our, shows. <laughs> Our, our, enlighten our audience. We're opening up in the Max, and on the door is a sign that says "Help Wanted." See manager yeah. on the inside of the door, right? Not on the outside of the door. Usually, they have those on the outside or in the the window facing out. But this is on the inside. Yeah, what they're trying to do is they're trying to attract someone who is so enamored with dining at the Max that their next goal in life is to work there. Uh, insane, just insanity. Um, and in the uh, Max, we meet Jeff, uh, played by one Patrick Muldoon. Uh, soon after this, he was on 35 episodes of Melrose Place, as well as 551 episodes of Days of Our Lives. Holy moly, that's a lot of TV. Uh, and he got his brain sucked out in Starship Troopers. He's a handsome devil. Handsome guy. guy. Lot, no, no, uh, no hair problems on top of, top of Jeff's head. I'll tell you what. No, I'm very excited. I'm using this word. I've used this word twice now. It's like you my must new be excited. Fun. Yeah, you might. You must just not be saying it. It must be real. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my new f word. Uh, excited. Um, uh, well, you haven't used the word fun this episode. I've yet, used it you? like five times. Yeah, I, I literally oh, okay. used it. Anyway. I, I literally used it in talking about their costume <laughs> rentals. I was like Romeo and Juliet, do a fun thing. And in my head, I was like E. T. and Sam. That's what I pictured as fun, but I didn't. It's not very romantic. <laughs> No, but I, I, I'm I'm going to use that word again. I'm excited because uh, earlier today I spoke with Patrick Muldoon. Oh my and god! And he's going to come on our podcast and talk about uh, his tenure on on Say by the Bell. I mean, it, it was it was it was a great conversation. I said, Patrick, please, we have to save this. Uh, we got to save uh, it for the podcast. You know, we we got to save all podcast. this all this banter. Shut you, you your mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving I, through a canyon, Patrick. <laughs> Click. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's. Uh, I mean, he. he it's going to be a really good episode uh, oh when we God, get great. Patrick on. Um, yeah. He. I, I. I tell you, out of all of our guests, uh, I. I. Um, I text his reps, and within 30 minutes, I got a response back from Patrick uh, saying, "I'm driving right now, but I. I totally want to be on this podcast." Uh, love this, uh, you know, hit me up. So we're going to have him on in the future. And uh, I, I assure you, it's not going to disappoint. But so we have um, this character, Jeff. Does he have a last name? Uh, he does. I looked it up on IMDb. I, I, it's like, it's something where I was like, that's here. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, unless you did it. Did you, for some reason, do do more work? No, I don't do my, I don't do more. You don't more do more work. You just, you just show up. It's, it's okay. I, I here's why I, I, now I remember why I laughed and I looked it up. His last name, Hunter, as in one who searches oh. for prey. <laughs> uh, all right. His name we'll, is we'll Jeff Hunter. To, we'll get to that. But so, you know, Kelly's here applying for this job. Yeah. And her job application, she put smiley faces in the O's. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew people like this. Uh, I, I, I really like those people from afar. Sure. But I would never date someone who does smiley faces in the O's. I don't think I'd hire one either. I mean, I know you're not supposed to no. discriminate, but like, I think it would make for an inevitably hostile work environment. When I turned around one day and I was like, "Can you fucking stop it, please?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. think at that point, if Zach saw the smiley faces in the O's, he should have ran. 
Yeah, well, he. I mean, if he saw any of this, he would have ran. But uh, you know, it's it's Kelly's it's Kelly's character, which is like relatively light in terms of who she is. I mean, her family's struggling financially. That's like the and she has a, a large family, but she is like perpetually happy. And um, even in the reimagining, that certainly carried over. Like Kelly is. Doctor Happy, you know. I would like to say though that this is unusually peppy for yeah. Kelly. I mean, she is overboard. She's, a, she's eleven. She's eleven out of nine. Yes, <laughs> I haven't seen Kelly like this. Out. She's yeah. she's definitely not like this with Zach and the gang. I mean, this mm. is like a whole new level. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's it's a mix. What, you know, it's a little mix uh, of like at, she wants the job, and also she's around yeah, this this she's cute older gentleman. No, she says hot. She, I know. Well, uh, it evolves. Her percent. I'm yeah. now I'm reading between the lines. And so, just uh, Jeff is a um, Jeff is from Michigan, or he, he went to school in Michigan. Something Michigan. Like that, yeah. Now he's a sophomore at UCLA. Yeah. So there's a there's an age gap here. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it, it's funny. It's one of the first things Patrick said to me. I said, you know, our our show is is light and airy and fun, and and we celebrate. You know, Saved by the Bell. He's like, oh okay. Well, then when I come on, I won't talk about the fact that I was <laughs> yeah older than Kelly. And I go, no no no, we're definitely we gotta, talking about we that. Gotta talk because we also, have to talk. That's about that. Kelly's character. She's into older dudes. It's like her thing. That was Tiffany Thiessen's character. <laughs> she was into older dudes. And Mario plays the drums, right? We all know. We get it. We get what they were doing. They were just looking around the room. Lunch is getting cold. <laughs> what do these kids do in real life? Uh, but yeah, Jeff is a sophomore at UCLA. So I did the rough math. I mean, in a in a most generous version, he is 20 and Kelly's 16, I think. <laughs> is that right? Or he's like nineteen and Kelly's sixteen, maybe. Like it's like not. He's not pretty, nineteen. It, that guy's not nineteen. That's that guy is a that's an adult man. I mean, he's certainly not. He yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like no, and and I'm sure Patrick will tell us how old he is. I'm yeah. sure you know he'll. I wonder if he thought this was creep. I mean, these are all great questions for when he's actually on the podcast. I love oh, we're teasing. I, I can, I love we're teasing no, like there t- was a conversation yeah. and we'll have another. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. No, I, I I can assure you that he probably thinks this is creepy. I don't know. I, I mean, too, yeah. he he wanted to dive into it and then he pulled back because he said, "Oh no, no, this is a your, your podcast is fun and and you know we we have to we can't talk bad about." It. I go, "No, no, well, those are things we can talk about. That, those are that, that that's on screen, man." Yeah, we, we can, can ask talk the hard about hitting that. questions like like what like why is this? <laughs> also, like Kelly couldn't. I mean, I know. Maybe why, but like you're telling me Kelly couldn't have just like started up a relationship with Scott Wolf, the the server who's now her coworker who like also goes to their high school and like that could have like that could have been the story. He's already in the last season prominently with you guys. Doesn't have to be this weird power dynamic slash like statutory rape storyline. Doesn't have to be there. And who is this guy? Like all of a sudden now he's the manager of the Max. Where is Max? Where the hell is Max? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) This is the thing. I have this in my notes is that, you know, she's like, so did I get this job? And he's like, well, you know, he would love to hire her, meaning Mm -hmm. Jeff, the manager would love to hire her, but the owner wants an experienced waitress. Insane. You mean Max? Max wants an experience. Like, why didn't she just say at that point, oh, Max, well, we're good friends. I mean, we helped him get out of debt. Uh, he, he'll give me this job. Don't worry about it. We saved his life pretty much, <laughs> give or take. A, well, he, uh, give or take some understandings of the term. <laughs> well, actually, Max is at the track right now. Uh, yeah. You know, running up a tab. Well, he was so fully. That, a, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mark Paul. Uh, no, Max, I was, was done. That, you were at the. I just, it just sounded like I was about to say something else, but that, that's how I actually. That's my my cadence. 
you're leaving it open. You're leaving the door open for more. Uh, no, Max, I think Ed, as, as he told us, was phased fully out by season three. So they were like, they turned, oh. the, they turned the Ed Alonzo dial all the way to zero by this point. Okay. What a shame. Yeah, it was a shame. Um, but now we have uh, Jeff. Yeah, him and Kelly get their hair product at the same store. <laughs> a lot of volume on top of both of their heads. They do look like brother and sister. <laughs> it's a little unsettling, yeah. I mean, Kelly's got enough yeah. siblings. Like, she should have asked for some ID. Just double check. And that brings us right into Belding's office after we see Scott Wolf, the waiter, yet again. He's there doing some nonverbal acting. Um, and yeah, Belding. Uh, no more Belding costumes. He's been humiliated too many times at this costume ball he keeps having. Yeah, he also says that boys dress as girls for this costume mm. ball. Reminder, yeah. must still use the boys' room. It's interesting because- I thought that was interesting I too. Thi- yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's interesting because that was a thing. Like, I, There's a picture of me online. Um, I'm sure, you know- uh, someone on social will, will s- gladly send it to you, please, Dashiell. Please do uh, and educate you. Please. But there is a picture of me online dressed up as a as as a female, mm-hmm. um, and that was just a thing. Like uh, you never really thought of it. You just put on a wig, and cause it's an easy costume, right? You just have long hair and yeah. borrow your girlfriend's clothes, and there you go. You're pretty much a wig um, away. Yeah, I mean, you, you, everyone has yeah. access to the materials. But yeah, it's it's interesting because that. That Belding's joke there, uh, there there was also the episode where in Breaking Up is Hard to Undo, where Screech ends the episode as dressed as Kelly, and and the the blow of the episode is him saying like I don't know which bathroom to use. It, it's obviously these things are played for laughs, and I totally get it, but like it's just so interesting. We live in this new world, thankfully, of you know more inclusion and gender neutral bathrooms, and like it's just kind of interesting these like little lines of friction in Old Bayside, and you know. 2021. And I did notice that behind Belding are these uh, photos. Were those, were those photos always there? <laughs> I don't or think did so. I, I just, to just, know that, I just no, noticed right? them. Wait, is one of them the war? <laughs> Am I looking at a black no, and white picture so of like soldiers standing I do, around? No, I do remember what this was because these are personal photos from Dennis. No way. So those are actually, that is actually oh, Dennis cool. with a boys group. And I think he was like a summer director or something. Okay. Like that is an actual photo of him. And there's a basketball photo I see that, of a yeah. guy going up for a layup or maybe maybe uh, pulling down a rebound. But that's Dennis. And I, I no remember way. those cool. in the office. And it's interesting because this is the, you said this was premiere of season three. We're coming yeah. back after some yeah. time. And this is something that- um, Maybe Dennis asked uh, the the set decorator if he could bring in some personal photos because that's what they do. I mean, uh, everything that I've been a part of, they always ask for uh, personal photos, right? And then they they will sometimes you know Photoshop uh, uh, the people playing your parents or someone playing your sister into someone else's uh, body. Um, and yeah, th- this was uh, this was uh, Dennis' uh, personal photos behind him. I, d- I didn't notice that until this particular episode. And this, this they're scene. new. I mean, I might be wrong. Okay. But I'm, I'm almost certain they're new. And also, like in between seasons, is when you'd make those kind of like bigger stylistic adjustments to the set, um, where you might. I mean, you've like you get it. You've been around sets before. Um, but yeah, I think that that makes sense. Like, yeah, we're coming back, and maybe like you said, you move stages. So let's add some new stuff. Great detail. Look at that. And you remembered something, Mark Paul. Phenomenal. Yeah. 
Um, we also get here in this scene. Um, it's an interesting kind of you know you know why though I remembered and I just I, I'm just thinking about why I remember this. I remember looking at those photos, and again, that's Dennis Haskins. That's not Mister Building. Right. And so, any time that you could get a view into you know a personal. Uh, perspective of a person that you're working with, you'll remember those things. Like uh, that's not a character thing. That that's actually Dennis. And I always used to look up to Dennis, um, and you know, to to see his background and what he did uh, to me, which was like in another life. Right. This was when yeah. he was uh, growing up in in Tennessee, I believe. Um, I don't know. It, it just stuck with me. Like oh, the, the, I I remember vividly those the, like staring at those photos for a long time. Um, because when you're on set, you know, there's nothing really to stare at. And uh, there you go. Yeah. Look <laughs> at that etched in my brain. <laughs> yeah, now I can yeah. release it. It's, I no longer need that information. It's gone. You can make room for, uh, your, your children's birthdays or whatever else you had to forget to remember Dennis getting a, a rebound <laughs> in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's so neat. We, um, and, uh, we get here in, um, in Belding's office. First of all, his pencils all lined up in a row, but, uh, yep. some nice, like, Jesse and Slater versus Zach and Kelly dynamic of like, we're going to be the best couple. No, we are. That's fun. We also get yet another scene-stealing nerd, Ollie, who's played by Romeo Davis, who sadly passed away in 2019. Uh, what a scene-stealer. Every line out of Ollie's mouth is just like pure gold. You, you rarely get such a gem uh, as a character like Ollie. I wish we could play it for, for our listeners, but uh, Ollie was the... Um the nerd who had the the froggy kind of raspy nerd, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was so cool, man. I, so I, I could listen to that guy's voice all day long. He's like jazz. It's really good stuff. Uh, also, can we talk? I mean, I know we're. I don't want to harp on the money thing too long, but like, Bayside doesn't have money for the decorations. <laughs> like, did that not? Did you not think that was a little kooky, Mark Paul? Like, what's going on at this well, school? It's 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 a it's a it's a story device. I get it. Belding always needs to be ready to pull funding or remove a program or like that is the inertia that drives so many of these episodes. But when I hear that, I'm just like, what are, de- how, it, what, like what are decor, let's, we'll see the dance. It's not that decorated. <laughs> but fortunately for Zach Attack, you know, the band's been practicing in the off season, I guess. And uh, they'll fill in for this DJ, which surely would have cost dozens of dollars. And that brings us to the max, uh, where Kelly encounters some, some rude customers, and I, I was curious about your read on their costumes, Mark Paul, because it almost felt like um like a punk rock thing. Well, they, I, like, that's what that's exactly what I have. I have like Sid, yeah. like his name is Sid, so I thought, oh, yeah. Sid Vicious, right? Uh, you know, Sid from the Sex Nancy, Pistols, yeah. and then um, you know, Patrick Muldoon's uh, character Jeff uh, refers to them as sleaze balls. So I was like, yeah. oh, punk, you know, equals a sleaze ball. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it, it's very cartoonish. They're like greasers, um, though. It's like it's like it's a weird it's a weird look because it's like her short hair and dark lipstick. Even at the time, like that's a distinct choice, and his his little beret or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's like not and the leather jackets with the white shirt. The leather, yeah, but it's not like full like what you might imagine of like mohawks and like torn clothes and safety pins. I think that might have been too aggressive. No, this is the safe version. This is the safe Saturday morning safe correct. version. Yeah. The cartoon, the, the cartoon version. Uh, but it also, like, they're they're so loud. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Shut you don't like up. you don't like your order. Just just be kind. Just what about hey, this? You, you wait, screw- 
They're sitting next to each other. Are you a next to each other sitter at a restaurant or do you sit across? I, I like to sit next to my wife. You like to sit next to your wife? Okay. I, 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 yeah, I do. Because here's the thing. It's like, uh, well, it, I'm in, this is going to be an interesting conversation or Please. not, but I find it interesting. Um, when you go to a restaurant, are you okay with your back to the front door? Oh my God, that is an interesting question. I never think about uh, that once. Do you think about that? Really? You never think about that. Like when you enter a restaurant and they, they seat you and your, your girlfriend. My jaw's dropped. You never, you never worry about like where people enter from or no, exit. I've, no, I've heard you're supposed like you, to You do don't want to sit by a bathroom. You don't, you don't want to sit no, by I, a bathroom. I care about right? that, obviously. I'm not, like, okay. I understand that. But so sense. you don't like, how about where the uh, staff will enter from? Do you care if your back is turned to them? Like I need to see most of the room. Like I need to be aware of my surroundings. Hmm. Uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, I'm not the same way, but I also, do you think, <laughs> do you think any of that is like, you are a person that people recognize. So do you feel like sometimes you need to be in control of a room because sure. a room has eyes on sure. you? Like, is there that, yeah. you know, is that part of the dynamic? Yeah, or is it like, it's, it's that, but I also need to know if like somebody's going to come rushing into yeah, a restaurant yeah, yeah. and I need to spring into action, rip open my shirt. You're right. And you know, go to work. Just kick him uh, with a perfectly no, so, shaved leg. <laughs> Save your wife. <laughs> uh, but no. So what happens is, I like to sit next to my like if there's a if there's a chance to sit next to my wife, like you know, in a booth. Yeah. Um. I I love sitting next to my wife because then her and I can talk shit about all the mm. other patrons in the restaurant, mm. and we could just whisper That's into nice. each other's ears quietly. And I see what she sees, right? Like we could just be sitting next to each other, give a nudge, and I know exactly she's talking about that you know, person across the way who's doing something they shouldn't be doing uh, or is not acceptable, you know, for us. We're judging. Yeah, um, no, sure. I mean, that's why you go, yeah. that's why you go places to judge. You can't judge at home. Yeah. You run out of stuff. Yeah, no, you got to go get a but, fresh, fresh seat. You know why they're sitting next to each other? Because camera wise, we yes. have to, we only have <laughs> one camera for them to sit. So yeah. if, if they were sitting across from each other, we couldn't get the reactions from both sides yeah. kind of thing. And it's well, um, it's, it's well orchestrated because you also get like, everyone's involved, including Scott Wolf dropping some jaw in the background. <laughs> in the background. Yeah. These but people it's an are interesting so take of, <laughs> it's so rude, but it's interesting how Kelly handles it. Like she's willing to, to pay for them because yeah. she, she put mayo on this guy's sandwich. Yeah. She, yeah. she needs this job so badly for her costume rental. Uh, but Jeff shows up. He is willing to stand up for Kelly, who, by the way, is on a probationary waitress period. I've never heard of that one uh, for my friends who have worked in the restaurant industry. I've never heard of a probationary waiting period, but sure, why not? Uh, Palisades, a competitive burger selling market. Well, it's it, it's just Jeff, you know. Jeff, I, again, and I think that this is a character thing for Jeff to just see how pliable uh, Kelly is. Ah, and, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, I get it. I see what he's doing. Yeah, he's like, like is this going to work out? I don't know. I don't you know, know. you're in, on probation. I'm in, I'm in control of all the power, Kelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that excite and, you, and, a man with total power? <laughs> I I don't remember the um, uniforms for the waitresses. Being yeah. a cutoff T-shirt at the max. Hmm. Do you? Do you think Am Tiffany did here? a little? Do you think Tiffany was like, "Hey, can we make this like <laughs> a little cuter?" No, I no, no, no. I know Tiffany didn't do that because Tiffany that wasn't Tiffany. Tiffany didn't do that. 
kind of stuff. Like, she, you know, she was very self-conscious about stuff yeah. like that because, you know, it's like with Mario, whenever you have to wear a, a, a tank top, uh, you, you got to like do a couple push-ups before you go on screen. Um, but you know, with, with her, I'm just wondering is, is, was that, is that a thing that all the waitresses, I mean, cause no, I don't, I don't, I don't think no. so. Okay. No, that's, that's Kelly's thing that she's wearing a cutoff tee. Yeah. You know what else is not a thing? Like Max, the former owner before he died and disappeared, never wore like a, a shirt with a tie and rolled up sleeves. He just wore the outfit. Like he just, Max just wore the uniform to the Mac. So I guess they're taking some liberties here yeah. with costumes, making Jeff seem well, more we'll, professional and- you know, we'll get to more. some of Jeff's costumes because uh, there, there, there's a few uh, doozies. And oh yeah, up. we got we got a real good one in Act Two. Um, oh, by the way, so I'm confused about the timeline here. So the, the, this is all within the span of one day. She goes for a job. She gets yeah. the job. She's working the job. Yeah, it, it happens. I think because Zach's still in the same clothes, and so is Screech. So yes, it is. A, it yeah. does appear to all be one day. There, I have a few timeline notes on this episode because a lot of characters use. Maybe it's just because this show is for children and. We're two grown adults talking about it like it's the Bible or something. But a lot of characters use language you. in this episode like I'm like it's they use this language to establish that what seemingly much time has passed, especially between Kelly and Jeff. And I'm just like, you guys just met each other five hours ago. <laughs> like this yeah. is this is insane. Yeah. And, and and so, you know, we order some burgers yes. and then Screech gets some wants. Milk cow juice a milk you know and you had said a few episodes back you, you never see you, it you never see it you never wrong. see them drinking milk but this is yeah you're very wrong yeah i was very oh well, okay i was very wrong you're right they're drinking milk. yeah you're Whoops. very wrong everybody um, makes but mistakes, who drinks Paul? milk who drinks milk with a with a burger disgusting. i mean come on we're at a diner like it's disgusting like you're eating. i never thought of it but that is it's really gross like you're eating a cow and you're drinking a cow we're disgusting yeah, yeah, people cheese, we're disgusting cheeseburgers i mean Milkshake and cheeseburger, right? Cheeseburger, but but. I mean, I look. I, I don't. I don't, I don't it, there's something don't weird kosher, about just drinking I, milk. Yeah, I I understand the like need. F- I, I I get it, but I've never bumped on like I'll eat cheeseburgers all day long. I love cheeseburgers. Yeah, I never thought of that. That is dairy, and and that yeah. is a cow. You're right. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. It's just something weird about drinking liquid cheese. I think there's something weird about drinking milk as an adult. Period. I think it's like a. It's like borderline perverse. Like I think in a movie when you, I think it was Get Out, they have her at the end of the movie like drinking a glass of milk in a very unsettling way. It's like adults shouldn't drink milk. A a milkshake occasionally, sure. But a tall glass of milk, are you freaking nuts? Is my hot take. I think I'm with. I think I'm with you on that, though. Oh, look at that! I think I'm with you. I cool. can't, I can't remember the last time I had just a, a glass of no. milk. Now, there's something really romantic about having a cold glass of milk, like a you know, like a, a glass that has like the ice chips mm-hmm. on the outside, and it's just sweating the ice off, and it's there's beautiful white milk inside with cookies. The glass. Is that in your vision, uh, or are you just? No, I, I'm not a dunker, man. It's like I'm, I'm a purist, right? I'm not oh, a dunker. Gotta, it's got to be like the cookie. No, do you like your cookies gooey? Depends, but I will. Sure, I'll I'll, I'll eat a gooey. I'll eat a gooey cookie. Well, sure. Well, what about like Oreos? Do you you would dunk an Oreo? No, I would, I but I don't. I but I don't keep milk around. Like I, I have some almond milk in the fridge for uh, coffee, but, but I usually drink it black and. Uh, yeah, I'm not like I don't like have milk around, but in a situation where there is milk and cookies, sure, I'll dunk. Why not? No, I'm not. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I gotta keep them. Gotta keep them separated. Ah, yes, like the offspring. Remember them. 
I'm, I'm glad you I, picked up on oh, that. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I thought, songs, I, I, thought yeah. I could actually like kind of uh, do it, no, in, can't, in, no, but I couldn't, can't. right? Because yeah, that song was that song was weird. It's so funny so you say good. that. This is all really good so stuff good. that won't get cut in the edit. But that song was weirdly on my mind the other day. It's called Come Out and Play. I was trying to remember what it's actually called. It's not called, you got to keep them separated. No, it is called Come Out and Play. I think I, was, I, just, I, was, I just, I think I just effed it up. I think I just kind of said it in the way that they say in the song. You did, you did it kind of like Ollie. You, you got to keep them separated. <laughs> Ollie could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> so then at the end of the scene, uh, you know, Jeff uh, kind of walks up to Kelly and I see in your notes, you say that he's yeah. hitting on her. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. What does he say one. exactly? Can we see the the subtitles? It's like, she's like, I looked good or something. And then he, you already look pretty good to me. I don't know, Mark Paul, if well, it's day one, well, the manager he says He said, that. my friends, my friends uh, are here to make yeah. me look good. And he says, yeah. well, you know, you look pretty good. Uh, you already look good to me. That's hitting on something. I don't know. That's, that's not, that, it would have... Here's here's the non-problematic. Hey, this is the version. '90s. You're you're thinking of the you're thinking of, the, you're thinking right. of oh you now. Yeah, like you I can't say right. any of that stuff now. No, but back you then, shouldn't. like it's you a look pretty good to me. It's a workplace. It should be like my friends are here to make me look good. I think you're doing a very good job, Kelly. If now I'm gonna go work on table two or something. That's what a manager should say. <laughs> Not like, hey, hot stuff. You already look pretty good from where I'm standing. <laughs> but he didn't say that. He just uh, said you he, look pretty he, good he, to me. He implied it. It was implied, and Kelly knew it too. Which brings us to uh, Kelly's room, where Zach is going to try to compete with this guy who holds Kelly's life in his hands uh, with a Romeo hat. The Romeo hat we mentioned earlier. And Kelly's very like, she looks way too excited to wear a dress that is essentially an old dirty bed sheet with some sleeves. Yeah, and then uh, she's like, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say. And he just says, you know, just say yes, come to the dance with me, and then you're gonna be followed by a long kiss, and then I'll take over from there. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, what? When have you ever shown that any of that? Well, you know, we we just don't kiss. I mean, I come into her room, and yeah. the first thing I would do is make out with my girlfriend, right? If she was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, none of that happens here. No. Uh, yeah. But the audience wants it to happen because when I say followed by a long kiss and then I'll take over from there, you know, they give a little, yeah, woo -woo. little woo -woo. voice. My voice couldn't quite do the woo woo at that volume. Yeah, me neither. Uh, thank God. Yeah, yeah thank God. Uh, those are those are teenage voice cracks uh, in the audience. But, but yeah, like but Zach then, Kelly, he gives Kelly no agency. He's not like, I mean, I guess there's that thing of being like a commanding man or whatever. But it's like <laughs> Zach just treats Kelly like she's not a human or like she's not like a person. Person. He's not like. You just like let me tell you what I want and how it's going to be, and like I will ignore the fact that you're clearly moving on without me with your manager. But she's not doing that now. You're you're skipping ahead. It's begun. She basically says, it "Well, she said, well, <laughs> I don't know about that because I I like I, I." She says right here. She says I can't go to the dance because financially. I need work. to make this money yeah. for my Christ. family. So I know it's, it's, so it's, it's, I'm so over this storyline. I'm people, telling you. People I told have, you this earlier. People have ridiculed me for being like, you don't understand what it's like for like a family to to need kids to work. Hey, I I under I understand. I, I can wrap my head around it. But we're talking about like Kelly's needs to work only seem to pop up around school dances. So this is not like. <laughs> she, she, does, you know what I mean. She doesn't need. To, it, that's yeah. the truth. She doesn't need to do this for yeah. her family. It's like every now and then something very normal in high school comes along, which should not require more than forty five dollars, and she has to go like get a job or give something up. That's insane. That's insane. And, and I'm not going to apologize. My thing for is, it. 
My thing is, why does she get a big ass room all to herself if there's right. you know nine people in this house? How big is this house? Yeah, maybe downsize. How about that? Or I mean, it's before Airbnb, but like, shoot, sublease a room, Kapowski's. Come on, figure that one out. Nope. The more the merrier. Ten people at breakfast. Doesn't that sound fun for the showers? And also, it's speaking of Kelly and her financial hardships. Just from the notes. This is the second season in a row that has opened with a premiere where Kelly cannot go to the dance because of money. Uh, so in addition to being like kooky for my money, it's also just kind of like, come on, guys. Can we open the season another way, please? I beg. And that brings us to act two, where we see Zack attack for the first time. I forgot that the band was named Zack Attack. Don't you, you find that odd? I did. I, I, think... I thought that that was just a thing like for the song Friends Forever, but I didn't yeah. realize we had a band named Zack Attack. Like, yeah, you did. That, doesn't that seem odd to you that mm. we have a band? I mean- Well, you don't think Zack would have raised his hand at the meeting and been like, hey guys, I have a killer idea for a name. I do. I, 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 I totally think a narcissist like Zach would raise his yes, hand and say, correct. I got an idea. But don't you think Slater would say, no, 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 yeah, preppy, not going to happen. Don't you think uh, uh, Jesse and, and Lisa, like w- w- this is our band, right? Yeah. This isn't my band that I brought them on. We started a band. <sighs> yeah. Why wouldn't you call it something like the Bayside? Uh, help me out here. You're a writer. Sure. Um, anything but Zach Attack. Yeah, I mean, I guess the way, if I had to just, if let's, in in an imaginary episode where they're all trapped in the garage trying to name the band, which, thank God they didn't write that one, I'm guessing Slater would have raised his hand or Jesse would have, and then Zach would have gone to the bathroom and they would have been like, guys, we are all going to be here for days if we don't give in to Zach's dumb name. No one's going to care about this (laughs) band. Like, who cares? Like, it would have, or maybe Zach's dad swung a deal with getting them their equipment or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he leveraged something. I'm sure there's like some, like, Little greasy storyline about how Zach got the name, but I I, I truly forgot. Uh, I, I just I just forgot that the season opens with Zach Attack because I in my mind Zach Attack is the uh, Friends Forever the rockumentary episode, which is at the end right. of this season. Um, oh, it is. So it's Zach Attack is like a season three contained thing. They were trying something. They were trying to do some continuity stuff in season three. Uh, mixed results, as we will see. I, I really had a hard time watching this scene. I was I <laughs> You didn't was, like it? <laughs> no, you didn't I didn't enjoy this. Because it's really hard. Like, you know, Dustin can hide behind that keyboard yeah. and kind of just like plop on the keys. And even Lark can kind of hide behind that mm. bass, you know, and kind of sure, just slap it a few times. Yeah. Um Slater, I mean uh, Mario obviously knows how to play the drums, so he's playing, he can, yeah. you know, he's he's actually playing. My guitar playing is so so freaking lazy. I'm, 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 I'm so disappointed in myself because here's the thing. Even uh, I I play guitar very lightly. Now my son is a a awesome guitarist and uh, just, I'm so envious of his ability and his time to, to play. Um, But I really wish I would have taken the time uh, for for someone to just show me some power chords, right. I'm doing stuff on the guitar here that makes <laughs> no sense. I had that. zero I, sense. I, I noted that too. Yeah, it's like no one. I'm hitting no one a whammy bar. All, yeah, it's nobody so helped me out. I'm hitting a whammy bar that just makes like my strumming is off. I'm nowhere near a power chord. I mean, my one finger, my index fingers, kind of playing something, 
But then there's like this weird scratch thing that I'm supposed to do and that's off. I mean, I, we recently did a, a thing on, on Fallon where we had the, uh, the cast from the reimagining. Uh, and uh, we, 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 we kind of redid the uh, opening theme song. And in that part, I, I played the guitar. I played my, my Les Paul, uh, actually my Epiphone, because I don't have enough money to, to pay for Les Paul. Uh, Maybe one Gibson, day. if you're listening, we'd love to you for we'd love for you to be a sponsor. Anyway, <laughs> it sounds like you'd love uh, them to just send you a guitar. <laughs> no, they actually did. I, I, okay, Gibson's okay. always been great to me. Gibson sent me a, a hummingbird for Franklin and Bash, oh. which I played for all four seasons. Um, but even for that little Fallon bit, and it was just like this really quick riff. I called my uh, buddy, who is my son's guitar teacher, amazing teacher. If you're on YouTube, check him out. You probably know who this guy is, Marty Schwartz. Uh, I got to give him a plug because he's just an amazing teacher. He's, he's re- really is. But I even reached out to him. I was like, Marty, listen to this riff. Make sure that I'm doing this right. And he, he sent what me a, 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 you know, a Dropbox with a, with a video. And he says, do this. I was like, great. Oh, that, I put time into that little riff for this little part. <laughs> Cut to 30 years ago. Yeah. I didn't have the time or the capacity to, to learn any of this. I mean, it's just, it's so disappointing, Dashiell. This is yeah. why I don't like to watch my old oh, work because of break, things Mark like Paul. this. It's not no, just it's you. Not. Like Lisa's, you're, you're being way too I feel like I failed. Lisa's bass guitar. And, like, everyone is- No, I, mean, I also, failed. I failed, my, I failed the fans. Whoever oh, thought man. like that was, that was the way you play guitar- and it, it, it like it, it's not that easy. Like it, it, that's no, not look, how you play a guitar. You look silly up there for sure. I mean, Elizabeth, yes. to her credit, is is playing that tambourine at least. <laughs> She's got some rhythm there. <laughs> um, but yeah, the rest of you guys are just playing make believe. Um, I just had in my notes that uh, California Dreams, Peter Engel's other show or next show, would premiere a year after this, almost to the day. Um, so he clearly got the itch for like. Ooh, like, what if I could combine this teen high school stuff with music stuff? Because um, you saw it in Glee Club, more music, and now there's like full musical sequences. Um, so he was he was dipping his toe into that water. Uh, we also in this scene, Lisa gives a shout out to Denzel Washington, who still got it thirty years later. Uh, at the time, though, he had most recently been in Glory and Mo Better Blues. If you're trying to track where Denzel was in his career, that's where he was. Good, it's, it's such good movies. He's such an amazing actor. He was also in, he was also in you, Ricochet a year like a little after this episode. I I had never seen Ricochet until quarantine. That was one of my quarantine films. You ever see that one? It's good. No, John Lithgow. I forget Ricochet. Check out check out Ricochet. Mm. Yeah, I think you'll dig it. <laughs> this is all good stuff. We're I, talking about. I bet uh, you if he had to play guitar in any of those movies, oh my god, he, he would have learn learned how to, how to play no, guitar. He absolutely. And when you say it took you, it took a little bit of time to like learn guitar for Fallon. I, or you invested some time. I'm sure it wasn't more than like a couple hours, if that even, to learn a few chords and like strum. Like, it's not like this is that time intensive to learn a little no, bit of. No, but I took it. But, but took I took it seriously. It seriously. Yeah. Even when I did the when I did the Fallon, um, uh, I, I I played with the Roots uh, back in 2009, 2008. Wow. Uh, my 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 the first time I I appeared on Fallon as Zach Morris, and it was just me. Uh, I, I played with the roots and I put so much time and effort into that. I mean, I really did because I wanted to look the part. Um, and I just remember putting absolutely no time and effort into, into this. <laughs> and that brings us into uh, someone needs to be fired. His name is Jeff. He's the manager at the Max. Uh, and- oh, this guy. Yeah. This guy. I, uh, I mean, here comes 
Zach and says, Hey man, you remember me? And he's like, uh, yeah, kinda. And he's like, uh, you know, Kelly, Kelly's boyfriend. He's like, Ooh, mm. Kelly never mentioned a boyfriend. That is such a dicky move. Yeah. This is where I, where the, the tides changed for me with, with Jeff. I was like, Oh, okay. All right, Dick. I, I see you now. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got your number. Yep. Kelly never mentioned I got a your boyfriend. Number. Well, piece it together, Jeff. <laughs> Can you use context clues now that I'm in the room yeah. to understand I exist? Piece it together, Jeff. I'm 17, just like Kelly is. You're yeah. a grown-ass man. I mean, yeah, <sighs> she sure has are, a yeah. boyfriend. I, she doesn't have a man friend. No. She has a boyfriend. <laughs> she has a boyfriend. That's a lame-ass joke. I think it's That's good. That's a lame joke. I think it's good. You laughed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kelly never mentioned her boyfriend. I mean, yeah. But also, that that kind of shows me something. Or maybe Kelly was trying to keep it professional. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Um. I love how quickly Zach goes to lie to Jeff. Like, why not just tell Jeff the truth? He's going to have to in 30 seconds. I know. I have that in my notes too. It's like, Zach, just start with the truth. How about just starting with the truth? Like, if you just said to him, yeah. hey, dude, uh, big costume ball. You know, we're kids, right. uh, by the way. Children, have I told you children, we're kids? By the way. Uh, yeah. We're children. Can't vote. Um, can't drink. Can't smoke cigarettes. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, you've been through high school. You're on to your, you know, you're on to your life in college. Yeah. But do you remember when you were in high school? We, you'd have these costume balls. They're really important to kids like me and Kelly. Um, but uh, <laughs> one's coming up this Saturday, and and you know, Kelly got this job because her dad is a prick and and didn't want to give her money for a costume, a so she's here problem, yeah. busting her ass off. Uh, you know, trying to trying to get enough money to to go to this dance, and it's on Saturday. Do you think there's a chance that you could just let her off? You know, on on Saturday. What do you think? What Jeff? do you think, Jeff? Old buddy, old pal. By the way, I got to get her home before her bedtime. Again, she's a child. Uh, yeah, I think that would have worked. I mean, he does like <laughs> Jeff. Does you know he is? Uh, first of all, I have in my notes that Jeff's a good listener because he knows how many siblings Kelly has. Um, but yeah, he like does give in, and he is reasonable. I I was. It's it's this Zach Morris scheme machine. He can't help himself. He needs to like enter the situation with a full blown scheme. It's his it's his thing. You know, it's interesting. You say he's a good listener. He's also really good at math because she says, and he's Family he's good at assuming nine. as well. Family of nine. Right. So he had to do the math really quick in his head. Two parents minus her. Right. Makes six siblings. Yeah. Uh, he's assuming, you know, right. I mean, maybe her father did die. Maybe, maybe right. her mother's dead. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe the, both the parents are dead and this is like a Lord of the Flies situation over at the Kapowski house. That's a cool show. Let's, let's watch that one. And that brings us to the bedroom, Kelly's bedroom specifically, for a little girl talk. Uh, hope they took their shoes off before getting on that bed. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, the reveal that, first of all, Kelly says she loves Zach. I don't think we've heard that before, so feelings are apparently strong. But she thinks Jeff is hot. So which wins, Mark Paul, as teenagers? Love or hot? <laughs> Well, I'm gonna tell you, there, there's so many conflicting things that Kelly says in this. You know, at, at, she knows everything about Jeff. He's he, he's for our, our listening audience. In case you don't know uh, about Jeff, he is at UCLA. He's majoring in pre-law with a minor in Romance languages. Mm. Ugh, yeah, I just gotta like, keep a close to, eye on that you know. guy. Yeah, uh, she knows his shoe size. And then, you know, when, when the girls call her out on it, Jesse and, and, and Lisa call her out on it, she's like, no, 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 he's just my boss. 
He's just my boss. Come on. You know, and then, and then she says, look, here's another acne joke. I wrote, there, right. there was another acne joke. Um, but Jeff's just a new friend. And then Lisa says, yeah, right. And acne is a turn on, <sighs> you know, these acne jokes, they, they, I took them to heart because we've talked about yeah. in previous episodes, I suffered a not, I don't know if it was from acne, but I definitely had some, you know, some things on my face that, blemishes. uh, yeah, blemishes that, yeah. uh, at times had their own zip codes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, Enough of the acne jokes. That's all I'm saying. Like okay. you can't do this on a kid show. Don't don't do that on a kid show. I, I think they were trying. Mean, all Bennett, you writers out Bennett there. said it. They were they were trying to relate. You know, relate to the youths. The youths. No, no, you don't do that to 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 our youth. Uh, I wish I had been an advocate for <laughs> acne sufferers back then. But uh, back in the '90s was it was a tough gig being an activist. Yeah, an acnevist, as it were. Uh, hey oh yeah. And Kelly, again, to the point of time passing, it's like she knows all of this about Jeff after working with him for at most 16 hours, two shifts. I don't know, like even not even that much, probably. It's a little peculiar, but let's not think about it too much. As we head back to the max where it seems like Kelly's shirt has gotten even shorter. Yeah, and she's thankfully wearing spandex. I'm trying to understand this. She's wearing spandex like with jogging this, shorts, like yeah. little... Studded jogging shorts, apron, studded. I mean, yeah, oh, they're doing her some favors. She looks I mean, she, amazing. Yeah, like like, but again, that's not the standard uniform. So Elizabeth Bass appears to have like, yeah, let's kind of Barbie doll you up a little bit here, Kel. Looks good, and she, she's kind of raking in the 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 dough here, right? Yeah. I mean, one day Big she time. made twenty two dollars, and then now she tells Jeff that she's made thirty dollars. Uh, you're usually good with this, but the conversion, including inflation now. I it was mean, about double. It was about 100 bucks. So she's already netted about $100 in tips. I mean, that's good. It's not bad. That's I've, really good. Yeah. I've never been considering we never see cash or anyone paying <laughs> at the max. That's right. Yeah. They, they, you've never once seen a dollar bill pulled out there. Uh, so yeah, she is clearly, people are fans of Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. And then, you know, during this scene, they're they're cleaning up. Yeah. So what what I do you think the timeline is? It's like she was just in her bedroom. So is this the next day at night? I mean, no one's thinking about this. No one's like I'm so confused. Raising the question to be like, hey guys, did a full day pass or who? I guess who no. Cares? This is another day because yeah. I can tell by Jeff's wardrobe. Like right. he's in a different shirt now. He's he's not in a the tie. What a that he was with ball. with Zach. I just like I just but it makes me I tell so, you, this makes me so uncomfortable. This really made me uncomfortable. What we're talking about is where Jeff sits on the table and Kelly is below him. Do you notice how they always make Jeff tower over yeah. Kelly? Like he stands on one stair uh, yeah. and while she's on the bottom stair. Like the, visually, this was very jarring to me. It's a, this it's, is a, it's a grown ass man. Like, yeah, no, it's like yep. it's it's super uncomfortable. And he does make the first move. Even though Kelly's shooting him goo goo eyes, but like she's a child, dude. <laughs> I know. And, you know, it's this, like this this particular screenshot that we have it freezed on where oh, he's yeah. sitting and it's a 50 50 shot. Yeah. And he's looking down at her. She's looking up. I I I, I really had a heart. I, I, while I was watching this for our notes, I was like, ugh. Ew. It is, it's just icky. E. I mean, and again, you're, it's for kids and which maybe makes it worse, but it's a show for kids and she needs to have like a romantic other interest to throw her relationship into jeopardy. I do understand. I know you got to meet someone somewhere, but do you have to meet him at work and they're your boss? 
That's a that's a tricky message to send, but they kiss. And Mark Paul, as we're watching this as we record, you graciously skipped over the kiss. We shan't be watching it again. Uh, just <laughs> not watch that. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> it's 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 more of a kiss than Zach have, and Kelly have done, and and any of the other episodes. So oh, yeah. I skipped right over. It. Oh yeah, I mean they're yeah they're. Their raised hair could interlock, uh, as it were. They'd be stuck there. But that brings us into Act 3, where Jeff has worn his uh, Let's Have a Talk sweater to the max. A lot going on there. Looks like several rugs <laughs> stitched together. I mean, like he's basically like, hey, you got to not tell anyone about this. More problems. That's also not good. I mean, I agree. We should, probably shouldn't talk about this, but like kissing your, the person you just hired on a probationary period and then like silencing them, good lord. This guy certainly has a playbook. Yeah, he he even says there. I hope it didn't cause a problem. If you have to say that, Ooh boy. to preface a conversation, yeah. it, chances already, are it yeah. did cause a problem. And then Kelly with the problem is, I liked it. Cue <sighs> the gang walking in. Yeah, and this awkward break that they both do. I mean, the fact that n- <laughs> Zach or Slater, like no, no one, one clocks that. it. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, uh, what? Whatever. Well, the gang just, I mean, it is, you say Zach's a narcissist, I agree, but I would also argue like everyone at Bayside has a personality disorder and like no one can focus on anyone else but themselves. <laughs> so everyone just kind of like bouncing around on their own island all day long. But yeah, they all come in and uh, some pop culture stuff. We get references to Bart Simpson and Al Bundy, two stars of the then new Fox network. Folks, if you're fans of Fox and all the great work they do, you can thank Bart Simpson and Al Bundy. Uh, and yeah, we get the information also here that Belding wants to, or a reminder that he wants to sing at the dance. Um, and I thought that was so neat because that's just like the reimagining. Uh, the principal Todman wants to sing in season one. Something I I truly don't remember us doing on purpose. I think that was just like a thing of like a high school principal butting in, but great. They did it on the original too. I was really uncomfortable watching this scene too for Kelly. Um, or Tiffany, how she played the character. I mean, she she looks like a hostage. It is so uh, bad sitting next yeah, to me. No. It's it's so uncomfortable, and and Zach is so oblivious that he doesn't like understand how just how thoroughly uncomfortable this this person next to him is. Ooh, also, we see the twins walk in briefly. There they are in the background in matching electric blue, trying to show up Jeff's sweater. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you got to wake up pretty early to oh, upstage yeah. that sweater. Zach puts his arm around Kelly and then she takes his hand off her shoulder. Yeah. That's it. That's done. You can, you might as well just pop open the casket. It's a funeral folks. My favorite though is Mario. He plays Slater, by the way, (laughs) is his reaction. His head shake is hilarious. He's so savvy. Look at his head shake. Look at at it. it, We have the sound down, but he says, he, he, he says, Oh dude, that's so funny. I didn't notice it's it at all. It's such a Mario thing to do. It's he, a, he, like he raises his eyebrows, shakes his head. I watched that over and over. Did that feel like Mario or Slater? <laughs> it felt like two guys. You know, <laughs> it felt definitely like two guys looking at each other going, dude. dude. He even says, look, 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 watch, we'll watch this again. He, like, he, he shakes yeah. his head. He goes, and he does something with his finger. Like he does like this. Like, like you gotta, you gotta move on. I think that's what he was kind of implying with his finger was like, you just gotta move forward, buddy. That's really funny and subtle, and I did not, I did not see that at all. Oh, it's my favorite part of this whole episode is is Mario's reaction to to Kelly 
taking my hand <laughs> off her shoulder and walking up. It's just, it, it just made me he's, laugh. It's he, hilarious. He's got some good background stuff. Like in the, I, I, I've just cracked up. I just remembered the Glee Club episode when Violet's parents show up and Mario's doing so much face acting in the background. Like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking, right. like, I'm going to vomit on their shoes. It's really yeah, good stuff. That's right. Just keep an eye on Mario yeah. in the background. He, he's, he's doing a lot of work yeah, please lately. Do. <laughs> and we're in the Bayside gym where Zach Attack is preparing to rock the dance. Yeah. Um, and and this is interesting. I as we open up on this scene, I'm playing the guitar. I'm actually playing something mm. here. And to my ear, it sounded like I was playing a very easy song, which I think is just like D A probably G or something, but it's free falling. Mm. That's what I thought I heard when I when I uh when I listened back to this is that I'm I'm strumming free falling. Mm. Which would it come out in 1989? I did. I I, you, I looked You did, it up the, you real did quick. the work. I was about to do the work. I did the work. No, no, no. I did the work because I, I said, "Is this free falling?" I thought, "Oh, one, one, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you." you were, a, a, a round, a single round of applause. And yeah, Zach, like, finally got the memo that maybe his girlfriend, who is like distancing herself physically and emotionally, is perhaps not interested and possibly entangled uh, with her, like. Good-looking new boss. And we get that fun little, there's that word. We get that, let's use a synonym. We get that, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to say fun. I'm lazy. We get that fun little guitar squeal. <laughs> I love the guitar squeal. It's like, you know it's going to happen. You know Zach's like, everything's fine. And then Screech drops the bombshell and it's a wow. Come on. It's like the Scooby-Doo. You can't oh, really? help it. It's like two, it's, it's right there. You got to do it. If, you're, if your character is holding a guitar and getting some shocking news, come on. That's good stuff. And that takes us right in to the gym again <laughs> for the, the costume ball. Look at Tiffany in the corner there. Is, if you saw a person like that at a school dance, wouldn't you, what would you do, Mark Paul? Like you walk into the dance, look at Tiffany just looking like she just found out someone died. No, I would, I would think that she's like super high yeah. on like shrooms or something. I would think she's on like drugs too. Dancing I- rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. I thought there's I, a dancing yeah. rabbit in front of her, yeah. and and I'm not around. I guess because I'm on stage. Like she's she's fucking tripping right now. She's like, tripping. She, I, she's... I, that's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> if I walked into a room and there's someone like staring at the floor, like not moving, I'd be like, oh, they're like, they're probably having a bad reaction to drugs. Was what I thought. Um, but it turns out that drug is called Zach Morris, and she's <laughs> ready to get off this crazy train. And yeah, just for your own. Notes or posterity, Mark Paul. This will not be the last costume ball, or later it'll be a masquerade ball, uh, but it won't be the last costume dance at Bayside. We'll get another one next season with Tori. Um, and yeah, we get to see a closer look at the playing of Zack Attack and Lisa's bass fingers. And yeah, there's a few things with this band that I have a question about. Um, Kelly's not in the band. Like, no. why is she not in the band? Couldn't afford instruments. I guess. Are you serious? No, I just made that up. Like, I mean, (laughs) oh, no one could throw her the tambourine. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Like, why is Kelly not in this band? Like, we started a band, and earlier in the hallway, she said something like, "I have to find a job so I won't make it to band practice." But so she was in the band. Yeah, but she. But I mean, it must have been the tambourine. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like she could be a backup singer. I'm sure she's a backup singer or something like that. Like, what? It it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, she should be up there. No, with she, us, she got her job and, and she bailed on practice, so she can't. I don't know. Yeah, that, you're right. That doesn't make sense. No, 
So anyway, that, that I had that question. The other thing I was going to say is good question. Um, I'm going to say it. That's a good question, Mark Paul. I didn't even note that at all. That's great. And then, uh, my other question that I have, I'll I'll, I'll get to it later because it, it'll make more sense when we get into the other scene. But go ahead, Dashiell. Sure. What what else you got for this scene? I mean, nothing other than what we already said. Lisa's bass guitar is just like. I mean, it, it, everyone up there looks insane except for Mario, which makes him look even crazier that he's even trying. Uh, but I guess you'd notice if someone wasn't playing drums, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Elizabeth is going to hate me for this, but I, I, I think with that black wig and the bangs and stuff, she looks like a, she looks like a way better version of, of Shelley Duvall in The Shining. I had that in my brain. I swear she, there's a Shelley Duvall thing totally in The Shining. Right? I, I, yeah, it's not. Right? Look, also, it's an iconic yeah. role, Elizabeth, and you should be proud to to any association but no it is like it's in the you know what it is it's the it's the black hair but the eyes also it's like that yes that profile from the, the nose eyes and the, the mouth head. like the 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 teeth like the, <laughs> the, 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 face. Mo- the shape and <laughs> I th- we're really digging further if we were, we're trying not to i think yeah. we're digging i think we're trying to uh, listen i said a, a hotter version yeah. of, of you were right that the first character one. the first one was right yeah <laughs> she looks great look she looks great <laughs> arguably kubrick's best work uh she looks great and yeah, there's like some insane like music video energy, the way it's cut and the way Don was shooting this. And Jesse, of course, throwing up a peace sign at the end. That's, that's her character. And this is a brutal scene between Zach and Kelly. Let's just like, it is, have, have you ever seen <sighs> chemistry? Like just seeing how, how painfully labored it is that they're like, I don't like it for either of them. I don't like Zach being so gung-ho on a doomed relationship. I don't like Kelly feeling like she has to be there. Her heart's with Jeff. After 21 hours of <laughs> knowing this guy. It is just no time. She has jumped ship so fast. And then they get crowned king and queen. Of the costume ball? What? Of the costume ball. Sure. And then she says, uh, Thanks, what does Jeff. she call me? Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Really? God, how much did Belding really? spend on that pirate costume? That thing is intricate. That's not, that's not from a store. That's a rental house for sure. Or maybe he well, bought I it. was looking for I was looking for uh, uh isn't his wife's name Becky? Yeah. I was looking for Becky because he remember home. he said earlier uh you <laughs> oh, can't dress confused, up as Mr. Yeah. Belding cuz she gets confused. I thought, "Oh, well that we may see a Becky sighting." Mm. No, we no. didn't see her. Don't have to hire someone and pay them money to say a line <laughs> when we can just reference her. That's what breaks up uh, Zach and Kelly is, is her saying, thanks, Jeff. I, you know what? Slip. I want to make t-shirts. Thanks, uh, I'm going to make t-shirts. Just thanks, Jeff. Yeah. And people who are in the know will know. Will be in the know. And they still yeah. probably, they might, they might buy one or maybe they'll buy one for their friend. But, you know, I think the important thing is just starting a project and finishing it. So if you want to make the t-shirts, listen, go for it. Listen, I'm not hanging my Romeo hat on this business. I'm just saying that I, I may make some t-shirts you if anybody wants them. Sure. You know, contact Dashwell on Twitter. Contact and, me personally. Uh, we'll, show up to where uh, I live even. Just knock on the door and I'll, say, I'll where's just, my shirt? <laughs> yeah, I'll buy a white Hanes shirt and with my Sharpie, I'll write, thanks, Jeff. That's Love good. Zach. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. For charity or go. something. That, yeah. You know what? When I do Comic-Cons, ah. uh, that's what <laughs> that's sign, my new- uh, You'll sign your headshots. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. That's good. Thanks, I'm sure, Jeff. I'm sure some kid who waited in line for like six hours can be like, uh, <laughs> and just gets shooed off by security. Um, and here we have uh, The Last Dance, the what the episode's named after. And I looked it up because I was confused because as Jesse and Slater started singing, I was like, this is not a Scott Gale song, and it's not. Uh, it's How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton. So NBC ponied up some real cash to like 
do a rare, not Scott Gale, not Beau Revere, not made up musical artist, but like a real song. I guess the moment had too much yeah. weight to leave to Scott. No disrespect, Scott. Remember when I said I had another thing and I was going to wait till the, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's now it's right now. It's, it's the lip syncing. I, I don't <laughs> really understand why they actually yeah. had us lip sync because we were never asked to sing. And I think it would have been so much better if Elizabeth sang and Mario sang and maybe I, uh, I sang, I'm sure we could have, you could have figured it the out the notes. Yeah. yeah. We could have figured it out. I, yeah, I think I it would have been so much better. Do you think it was and a we um, never were production asked. time thing? Like, we don't. We, we already got these kids in school, and then we have to do potentially like vocal coaching, or like it's probably just quicker. I would imagine on a set to be like playback, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely quicker. Uh, Budget wise, I'm not really sure because you actually have to go into production. Yeah, I don't know that. That, that you know who we should ask Franco. Yeah, I know. One of these days. I know, one, one of these, these days. days. Oh my God, I, we should keep a running list of Franco questions and it'll be like a five-hour episode. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> I'm sure he will avoid our emails and calls uh, when he hears it's going to be five hours. But yeah, we're in the Bayside parking lot now for a truly uh, iconic Saved by the Bell scene. It's the second, your relationship is so beautifully bookended on this bench outside of the gym. It's the same place you guys were last time when the season opened and Zach and Kelly really kicked into full gear and now you are breaking up. How did this make you feel, Mark Paul? Well, let me tell you how it made me feel, Dashiell. As poorly as I played the guitar, <laughs> I felt my acting performance was equally as poor in this scene. I, I, I watched this through my fingers uh, covering my eyes. So much so that I would like to recreate this scene but do it in a way that I think it should have been done. Okay. I love the dedication and the performance that that Tiffany put into this. I mean, those are real. That's real emotion there. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, w- we sometimes do multiple takes, and you know, we pick a good take. I feel like this was a rehearsal for me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're this giving performance, her nothing. Th- you're giving her nothing. I'm giving her nothing. And if we're, we're we're referencing Howard Stern things, zero point zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's horrible. So, you want to recreate it now? Our listeners, pl- I would like to recreate this now. I have the scene written here, Great. and I I'm I'm gonna rush over. Uh, Tiffany's stuff okay. because you know I, I think she did a great performance. If you'd like to insert her, we could, but we don't have that kind of uh, budget. <laughs> so I'm going to do my stuff. Here we go, and 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 just say action, action. Uh, Kelly, I, I I know there's something going on between you and Jeff, but please just just talk to me. I, I don't I don't know how to say this. It's just that Jeff and I have been working together, and dot dot dot. I mean, do you? Do you really like him? No. Yes. I, I. I don't know. It's just all happened so fast. Kelly, w- what happened? I thought you loved me. I do love you, Zach. It was. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Not for us. I didn't want to hurt you for anything in the whole world. <sighs> I thought we'd. We'd always be together, Zach. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'll miss you, Kelly. Oh, hey, how about, how about, I, I, by the way, I can't do this line without sounding like a complete moron. Mm-hmm. She says to me, Zach, I'm so Kelly. And I'm like, uh, Zach, I'm so sorry. And I, she, I, my next line is, I'll miss you, Kelly. Oh, hey, how about one last dance? 
I'm going to continue because yeah. that's just absurd. That's just, you know, poor writing. I don't even know if something was cut. She says, I'd like that. And then she says, can we still, fe- can we still be friends? And I say, forever. Yeah. I feel I put more. That was great, by the way. One more, one more round of thank applause you. here for doing both. Thank you. you. You delivered some of Kelly's, Kelly's lines really well, too. Yeah. Not as good as, <laughs> not as, good as her. Yeah. But I feel I put more into my performance now right. than I did then. Again. You like, did. Wh- you did put more into it. How dare now. you? Yeah. How, just, you're not supposed to agree with oh, me. Okay. You're not sorry. supposed to agree with you're me. You're supposed to say that that, <laughs> that is gold, what is on, on, on film. Yes. Thank you. No problem. Um, only I'm allowed to say my performance is shit, okay, Dashiell. Cool. I have no problem with that. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> but it really is shit. I mean, I, I again, I just feel like I, 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 I need to apologize to the fan. I mean, that that's some poor acting on my on my part. I wish we could play the sound. I monotone through the entire scene. Yeah. Um, it's just some poor acting, man. I, 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 I give yourself and, a break. And, 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 That's my note. Give yourself no, but, a break. You know what? You know what? I'll give myself a break. Don't make me watch these fucking episodes and and have a podcast. How about okay. that? You know, oh, hey, like I look, told you, I you did. This is going to be torture for me. You did when you when you sent that Spoiled severed my uh, severed animal head of some kind to my doorstep. You were like, make the podcast stop. I was like, this was your idea. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, so. it, to me, it read as like a cool, which the character of Zach is like the perpetually cool teenager. It felt no. like, I know, but I'm saying like, it, I, I read it, watching it back as like, he was trying to save face or, or act nonplussed, act like this was not bothering him. Um, when it, we will see it, it does bother him, spoiler alert. Uh, but yeah, you're not really giving Kelly a lot in a scene where her waterworks are all the way on. She is mm-hmm. just like doing an actual breakup. Um, and he also says, I'll miss yeah, you, Kelly. He does a great job. He says, I'll miss you, Kelly. Yeah. You guys still have school together. You're not moving to Romania. You're going to see her tomorrow. Um, that, that, that line, I couldn't even, I, I, uh, that line. It I, felt like I you're shipping off to, to war. Throw away. You felt like you're shipping off yeah, to war. It's, I mean, it's like, look, I will miss you. It's a silly you. line. I will miss you. By the way, uh, I'm your ride home. <laughs> oh, but hey, how about one last dance? Yeah. Hey, one, one last, last dance. Come on. But that's the name of the episode. And you already paid for the Michael Bolton. You might as well use it. Uh, and to be continued, a rare but not unheard of to be continued on Saved by the Bell did happen from time to time. But you know what, Mark Paul? It's not going to be continued, as you might expect, next week. You know why? No. Why? We're heading to the beach. Did you see that oh, one coming? No. What? What? Yeah. So as these originally aired, uh, for some reason, which I don't totally understand, but maybe we'll figure it out or crack the case as we go on. The Malibu episodes are intercut with the uh, non-Malibu episodes. So there will be every other episode we watch takes place at the Malibu Sands. Yeah, you're shaking your head, but that's how it aired. So it does say to be continued, but next week, no word of your breakup. You will just be at Malibu, and then the week after, it will be continued. That's weird. Yeah. I think as it I aired, don't think I like that. Well, if it makes you feel any better... Uh, the Malibu episode actually premiered on the same day as this one. So they, the way they aired them is they did a Bayside episode and a Malibu episode on the same Saturday morning, back to back. But th- that makes a little bit more sense to me because I, I wish we could do the podcast where we took, how many episodes did we do at the beach? Eight, 10? I think it's five. five. Maybe, maybe six. Okay. Let's call it five. Maybe six. Um, but I wish we could take all of those and- 
and do them consecutively. And I wish, you know what I mean? Cause I felt like that was a different time in our lives. And I, I remember that time or I remember offset uh, anecdotes a lot more than I do this. So yeah, that was like, it, it was almost like summer vacation for us in, in a way. For it the was, viewers, right? for the viewers too. I mean, it, it felt, it was a departure. We got to leave Bayside. It was, the cameras yeah. were outside in a way we had not seen. Uh, but, you know, I think part of the commitment to this podcast, which, hey, we can change the rules anytime, you know, we're experiencing <laughs> the same disorientation that the viewers felt, which was, which was needless and confusing. <laughs> so we'll be at Malibu next week for Zach's birthday. It's also your birthday. And, yeah, thank you, Mark Paul. Thank you, the listeners. We will see you next week at the beach. Zach to the Future is a production of Cadence 13. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gosler, myself, and Chris Corcoran. Production and direction led by Terrence Malingone. Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Cherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Shu. Thanks to the whole team at Cadence 13 and to you for listening.